trying to be the queen of the pond. E3 radio, the real and the top. Hologram song, frequency gum. Locked with the Q crew and Anna Deshaun. Been in on your ear, who you want to hear? Peace to my people who be all out queer. Funny motivation, community cheer. Online radio, turn up your gear. I'm regular, baby, but I'm like, yeah. Ahead of the game, so I'm about real change. About real chat, about real people. I keep it E3, because I'm other channels. Vacation every single day, cause I love my occupation. Hey, I'm on vacation. If you don't like your life, then you should go and change it. Hey, I'm on vacation every single day, cause I love my occupation. Hey, I'm on vacation every single day, every, every single day. Like a lemon tree I'm just smiling down upon my enemies Do the shit and love it on a daily Say you hate your job But you'll never leave, never leave But that ain't gonna be me, that ain't gonna be me My brother called me up, said he saw me on TV I said it wasn't easy But right now I'm living breezy Build this engine from the ground up Now my hands, they ain't so greasy, feel me? I'm on vacation every single day Cause I love my occupation Hey, I'm on vacation every single day Every, every single day Future bright, so thankful for everything. Rejuvenating my inner light as I work hard for all I need. Open arms, embracing life and all the which you gave to me. How work it pays off, I'm happy now, it's paying me. Close my eyes, sometimes I feel as if I blow away. I love the life I live and enjoy the ride along the way. I'll make a living out of living, yeah, that's what I say. I got one life to live and I would live in no other way. I'm on vacation every single day Cause I love my occupation Hey, hey, hey I'm on vacation every single day Every, every single day This is my year, yo. My life may be crazy. My lack of the lazy has let me do shit that I love on the daily. Daily, daily. Get to do the shit I love on the daily. Daily, daily. Everybody go and live your daily. Hey, I'm on vacation every single day. Cause I love my occupation. I'm on vacation. If you don't like your life, then you should go and change it.
up, everybody? You're listening to Anna Deshawn and the Q Crew. Q Crew. Q Crew. Right here on E3 Radio.
Yo, what's up, everybody? You're listening to Anna Deshawn and the Q Crew. Q Crew. Q Crew. Right here on E3 Radio. What up, family? What's going on, people? What's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Anna Deshawn and the Q Crew. Q Crew. Right here on E3 Radio, your number one stop for queer radio done right. We're broadcasting live from a long walk home today. Y'all see our ambiance is this? It is. We have a gold mic, people. Look. Actually, it's going to move the mic. You see, we sorry for everybody that's listening on here. I'm sorry. But, you know, I had to, <laughs> we done upgraded. Oh, 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 oh. That's how you do it. That's how I do it. Oh, okay. Hey, people. Come hey. on in the room. Come on in the room. Like that. Can we do that song? Come on in the room. I'm, I'm sorry, people, that you guys had to hear and uh, partake in all of that. You know that that's all. It come on every Sunday on V103 for like the last 25 years. I've been I've been alive for 32. I'm I'm sorry that you guys had to we had to endure that. Where the people at? Where they at? I'm telling the people we here. I'm telling the people we here so they can join us. Okay, we haven't been on for a couple of weeks and we miss y'all. Right, we gotta tell y'all what y'all missed if you did not attend the Purple Tie Affair. Right. Um, we we gotta catch y'all up. That's what we're doing tonight, actually. Because guess what? We got special guests. We do. And she's a business. Yes, she is. She over there. Y'all can't see her. <laughs> she's going to be joining us in just a minute. Y'all can't see her yet. E.D. Of right. Of a long walk home. Hey, sister. I see you. Hey, y'all. Come on in the room. We're excited to be here tonight. Always Thursdays at 8 o'clock here on b 3 Radio. Uh, always keep you able to know about what's going on. So you know how we start the show always with the what's tea mm-hmm. about what's going on in the news or radio wise. What you got? So I was reading an article, and you may be a little bit more first than, than I was. Um, but I was reading an article. Oh Lord, that's not the article. Um, but I was reading an article. So I guess uh, the orange man. Oh yeah, forty-five. Whatever his number is. Um, fifty-four. Uh, um, but the orange man uh, had had his a uh, what's the gentleman name? Colin, the speaker of the house, or the speaker, not the female, a rep, come in to represent him because clearly he finally addressed a a of a war hero who happened to pass or die in the line of duty. You heard rep story. Mm-hmm. And he made the comment to say he knew what he was getting into. He was trying to quote someone else, but of course he could not finish. He didn't finish the statement. And someone overheard that. Of course, the the mother of the uh, of the soldier thought that President Trump was extremely disrespectful um, in the in the delivery. Um, I guess he was trying to say that he knew exactly what he was doing. Um, he signed up for this, he, and he wouldn't have had it any other way. And, and, I, and I'm paraphrasing. But however, as the orange man always does, he has someone to try to clean up his messes, his blurbs. And then he tries to attack those individuals who have now exposed him for the fraud that he is. So... 
I know. I mean, the orange man's an idiot. So he does like idiotic things about 50 times a week. And it's really hard to keep up with all the stupid <laughs> things he does. So this was just like one of the 50,000. Like, I get CNN notifications and it'd be like, Trump has done this. And then there'll be another one like 10 hours later, be like, we've reversed what he did. And then it's like, <laughs> we, we fixed it. Um, I mean, he does stupid things all day. I mean, even like, the idiotic things around Puerto Rico. Like, that's my what's the tea. Like, y'all, these people still don't have clean water. And actually, they want to um, They are U.S. territory. And he's complaining because they're in debt. Why are they in debt? You think the U.S. ain't had nothing to do with that? Um, no, he said that they were lazy, too. Lazy. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's unimaginable, the type of BS that comes out of that dude's mouth. Uh, he's leading the country. Also, uh, North Korea is like the worst beast to unleash. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and he's just all over there. So I don't think this is just one of the 50,000 idiotic things that he's done. But hold on. Getting back to Puerto Rico, did you see yes. the video where he called himself, he was there in Puerto Rico, and he called himself trying to, he was uh, pa- passing out, supposedly passing out items for the, uh, he was throwing paper the, towels. The, the victims, and literally, he was throwing paper towels. And this, though, like, he's there. Here, you so here. This is all. This is all your work. Here, this is you know, you know, like, fuck you. That's pretty much what it kind of boiled down to. Like, you know, you, that's what he thinks of you. Right. That's exactly what he thinks. That's like you throwing your dog a bone. Yeah, that's, that's really, and that's really what it was. It was a bone being thrown to the people of Puerto Rico, and saying, "Well, shit, I'm here. Now what? Accept right. it. Aren't y'all happy I just I, showed up? I showed up." And then the part that kills me is that he always, always, him and his administration, always tries to do a comparison of Barack Obama because the age, going back to that story, the age was like, well, I don't recall President Obama calling any uh, any wives of uh, people who were killed in war or reaching out to the family of the deceased of the, of the war victims. I don't, I don't, I don't recall President Obama. How the freaking frack would you know? He don't know. What up, family? This is enough for 45. I can't take it. It makes me in a, puts me in a bad mood. What up, y'all? Cleo, what's going on, fam? What's going on? What's she say? 45 said he spoke to the, the president, president of Puerto Rico. Rico. Yeah, whatever. So he talks to himself, right? Uh, good evening. What's up, don't want to? Anthony, hey, y'all. What's going on? RC, appreciate y'all joining in the room. Y'all know we like y'all do. Share the video. I tell them we're tuning in and broadcasting from a long walk home tonight. We're going to present you. We got a free chat. Uh, she going to join us in a little bit. Shire is. Shire is. Shire is. <laughs> I ain't going to make her that little, though. Well, really? I ain't that little. She's short. And she's little. You short. I'm taller than Shire. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm, I'm finally taller than someone. So I feel good. I you feel see, great. This later. This later. This later. This later. That's um, not a hater. That's just what you, you know what I'm saying. It feels good to you, dog. Of course not be the, the shortest one in the room. This is that face I got to give her. The radio wife. Really? What up, family? I'm so glad y'all joined. <laughs> uh, share the video. Share the video. Tell the people uh, that you're tuning in to East Street Radio. And y'all know the deal. This is about the time that we would have a sponsored advertisement. Because y'all know that's what we're doing here. So if y'all know a business that wants to sponsor and get this airtime, if you're tuning in, think about all the other people that are tuning in. And think about the reach they could have if they bought the spot. What up, ma'am? See that? I can See, smile while I do it too. See that? That was like her. That. that was her. Her plug. 
yeah. for uh, for business or to get advertisements. And, yeah. and that would have been your commercial. See that? And now it's over. But it gets replayed. See? The value is the replay. What's going on, Mel? What's up, family? Uh, so, our other what's the tea, before we just actually get into the meat of this show, uh, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, Start tuning in, too. You know what I'm saying? We got to get these numbers up. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. right. You feel me? Right. Uh, so, did you hear that about Colin Kaepernick filing his grievance, his official grievance with the NFL owners? No. So, he actually filed an official grievance. So, people have been complaining because they said, like, he's been really silent, he's been really quiet, like, you know, everyone's fighting on his behalf, but where is he? Uh, which I think was a little unfair considering yeah. that he started this whole he did. movement. And they pretty, they have actually blacklisted him from getting a job. Uh, but just this week, he did file an official grievance against the NFL owners saying that they did, in fact, blacklist him. Now he cannot get a job because he stood up for this, you know, because he stood up for black people. Um, and the injustice is happening to them specifically around the police. Uh, so I just, you know, I have much respect for this dude. I mean, I, I mean, he's a, he's a really fantastic football player. Three years ago, taking uh, the 49ers to the Super Bowl, you know, I mean, stood up for what he believes in. I think history will always look back on him Absolutely. in a favorable light. Absolutely. I think the current situation, though, is that he just filed a grievance probably against, oh, 20 of the one percenters. And he will most likely probably not get a job in the NFL again. Um, and so... That's pretty much what happened when he filed this grievance. And so, you know, he's going to have to find a second career. Well, here's my question, though. When they already, didn't they, after he did his his protest, didn't they already blacklist him to the point to where he had not been working? Right. And he's been trying to find work, and no one picked him up. And I think what happened was when no one picked him up, and he said, fine, forget it. I'm, I am going to file this official grievance, you know. As he, my lawyer, as he should. And I think that, you know, now he's just going to need to find him another job, his second career. Um, well, because the NFL, I can't see any owner or anybody picking him up at this point. But you know what? It's funny. I don't know if you, you announced our very, very sports. So did you yeah. see when, or the rumor is supposed to go around where the is it the, the National Football League is now, they do not hold their athletes, their players accountable mm. for making sure that they honor the flag or stand up and do something, salute the flag. They can't, in other words, they can't sit down, they can't kneel, they can't do any of that during the time of the uh, yeah. National Anthem. Yeah, I mean, but the players that really want to do it, they're going to do it. But it's, it's ridiculous. It's disgusting. Um, it's why the NFL is not leading the way as far as professional sports are concerned. It's why they have sort of taken over what the sports market can be. And NFL players don't get paid much of anything in comparison to NBA players that are getting paid like $150 million a year because of television deals. But they, they're just not growing because they have this very old white man mindset about how to, about how to lead or not lead. And I think it's just really unfortunate. I think that Colin is finding himself in this blacklist 
and that you know he's gonna have to find another career at a young age, right? Because like that's the whole thing with these athletes. Like they're all under thirty. No one plays football until they're forty. It's, it's impossible. And so he's a young guy. He stood up what he believed in, and he's getting punished for it. Him and uh, Kathy Griffin should, should go into business together. Like Kathy Griffin, what's her name? Yeah. <laughs> you a mess. That, that, lady, that lady, that lady was out of control. Nah, but you know what? Here's the thing. She gave it. She gave a sincere apology <laughs> at that time. <laughs> that lady, at what? that time, don't know what the place talking about. At that time, she gave a sincere apology. Yeah, she said, "Hey, I'm a comedian. I pushed the bar. I went too far. Okay, I get it." Yeah. So I apologize. Yeah. So then she started to get bullied and harassed yeah. by the Trump administration. So now at this point in time, I'm getting bullied and harassed. I'm getting threatened, all of that. Well, then I take my goddamn apology back. Fuck you. Yes, I meant that shit. Well, she meant it in the first place. Just Well, I mean. Just don't show somebody being decapitated all over the place. And like, well, yo, there's they had a video a with Snoop Dogg, uh, and he's actually shooting. There's a person playing, uh, portrayed to be Trump, and he's shooting them up. That's not better. That's not good. It's in the video. I mean, I, did you guys pay attention to the cipher? Did you guys watch the BET Awards and pay attention to the cipher for Eminem? I've always loved him. Now I love him even more. I just lyrically, he is a beast. Just yeah. I don't know. All I know is, is I always plead to talk about on these here what's the tea. But I'm ready to get into the show. Yeah. Ready to get in this show. Yes. We got special guests, y'all. Yes. Char, what's happening, sis? <laughs> we got to get her in the middle. So right. Got to spot. Right. I have a shorter seat. You want the big chair? <laughs> there we go. Okay, I'll sit back. Hey, welcome to my special guest. Honored, honored to be welcome here. To <laughs> so you joined us over the phone before. Yeah. yeah. But never on Facebook Live. Family, give her likes and hearts and say hi. Yes, yes. yes. hi everybody. This year we honored a long walk home. home. Your organization. This year. We had a great time at the Purple Tire Fair. Uh, we had special performances by Toby Kylie oh, yeah. and Cleo Pocalypse oh, yeah. and Debo yeah. uh, Deborah. Folks may know her. They must give us love. And we just had a really great time with an auction and community. And we were just happy to just be able to give to a long walk home. So there's some people probably tuning in that don't know. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Don't know who a long walk home is. So maybe we should just start there. Right. You okay. can tell the good people about the organization. Yeah. So nice to have guys here doing yeah. the, the show here. Um, so Long Walk Home is an organization that I started with my sister, um, Dawn Slut. Um, we're, we're actually celebrating our 15th year anniversary next year. Woo. So we've been a while, around a while, and there's a lot to say for like a black woman-led um, organization. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, everything is, is about right um, to, to keep us centered and to keep us safe. But we started it um, in 2003, um, where it began from my photograph, um, where I documented my actual story of healing from sexual assault. And I, as a sister, did it to, like, um, you know, it was what I knew, right? Like, so, like, I think so many things about, like, how do we enter into 
help people how to be interested in movement. I was studying photography and I was looking at her healing process as, as a hard thing that she's going through, but I was at awe at healing. I was at awe at someone's capability to survive that and work on yourself. It was the most um, the greatest thing I could ever see in my doing. I wanted to honor that. Also, really to celebrate that stuff, maybe photography, right? Um, I photographed it for like, and it for like 10 years. Um, and I made it into a multimedia form. It's kind of like, you know, so I loved about the purple sky of it. It's so different using all the different arts, but um, I use music and dance and photography to tell the story about what people doing. So that's like how we began, like through sisterhood, through the arts to centering black women stories. And then we grew, um, one to more work. We still do tours, actually. Our 20th year anniversary next year is tours. It's scary. <laughs> I started that project in 1998. Wow. Um, but so much has shifted, and so much is still different, right? Um, and so we we now do, in addition, a program for using some of those things that we've learned because of being artists and activists. And we we do uh, a training program for young girls, particularly in Western Chicago, training them to be activists and artists around gender justice. Yeah, those are some of the things that we're really passionate to talk more about. Girls, yeah, yeah. I'm really passionate about that one. But um, yeah, I'm so honored by the Purple Cry event because I think that's like how we're going to end this. You know, like it takes, takes the community. It takes like you celebrating your birthday and like it's, imagine if more and more people did those kind of moments at the same time, you know, to, like sacrifice like something, a celebration of oneself is able to achieve, you know. Um, I just think it would be such a different thing. So that's why I was like so honored uh, to have a long time to be part of the organization that you chose. Um, to, to, Share. <laughs> like it's just amazing work that you're doing with the the, the young women and the girls, and particularly the black sisters with black sometimes in Chicago and using art because art is just in us. Yeah. Right. It's just like music is in us. Like people want to paint even though they can't paint. Like uh, <laughs> people want to take pictures even though you're terrible at taking a picture. Don't know how to frame with anything. Like it is like we just want to express ourselves through art all the time. And I think. Uh, so I got, do you know Veronica Precious? Yes, yes, our therapist. Yes, yes, so yes. She yes. commented Big on our picture, out. on uh, our video. She's like, there's three art therapists in this picture. There is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, you know, the black, black, black yeah, art therapist, yeah. right? And I was like, this show, we had a great time with the purple guy. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I know two of them. Who's the third one? Um, <laughs> but art therapy for black folks is like an amazing way to release. And I find that even people I know like that have coloring books, yeah. it's their way of like, a therapeutic way of just relaxing. And our therapy is just a large extension of what people do with coloring books. You know, just work with um, really hard times. And I think oftentimes we, first of all, there's just like negative perceptions about what therapy is in general. Uh, but <laughs> our therapy, people can't wrap their heads around. Yeah. But it's so powerful for uh, black folks in, in, in a very special way. So I think that the fact that you all use art to work with it, like, really is so. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, I'm always interested in 
whatever gets the one right? So like, you know, we have so many unseated people, right, on this screen. Um, and I, I think we everyone was able to get into that. And so how do how do you do that? So girlfriends kind of comes from that our girlfriend leadership program comes from that space mm-hmm. um, where it's like getting people help. Um, but also like the girlfriend program, the arts are used to heal, but also to create activism. And, you know, art plays such a big part of movement. You, you don't go to any protest without it being music, bands, or dance. Really <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, and we literally like keep that history for our girls. We teach the history of like the Catholic, Simone, how these social movements have always used uh, the art as a place. So how can art be also to heal? Because you know, lines about to Right. Yeah. So that's like a really important thing. I think that we do and how we use their network, but then we all need the art to like engage in learning and engage and transform those systems that get out So like, how do you I mean, use art as a talent to think? <laughs> what up, family? Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We are here in a long walk home. Home. Uh, we're at <laughs> home. Uh, here, uh, I don't want to tell y'all where we are. Can't come visit. Not today. Not today. Not today. Uh, one other thing uh, that's been happening. Have y'all been seeing the Me Too campaign on Facebook? Have you seen that thing? No. The Me Too? Maybe. Yeah. Have y'all seen the Me Too campaign? Let us know in the chat. I'm following y'all. If y'all seen the Me Too. So started as a way of uh, solidarity for people who have experienced like sexual assault, harassment, um, rape, to put on their Facebook walls Me Too as a sign that I, I too, have been affected by this um, and or a survivor and or a victim, however you want to define yourself. And then some people actually like shared their own stories. Uh, on those posts as well. And so people chose, like, either they told two or they told a story or they did both. Um, and so as to show the impact, right? Especially around this, like, Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein, yeah. whatever oh, that yeah. dude's name. Yeah. 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 Uh, right. uh, whatever. <laughs> that dude. Uh, <laughs> and, that's, and all of that that's going on. And so it's, it's, it's sort of, because she had it, it's been going on, but it sort of just started taking its own life as of the last week or so. Um, and so I think it's just fitting that we're sitting here yeah. talking with you. Yeah. It just happens to be domestic violence. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Can I just you back and say, probably so simple, but I am. I depend on you. Yeah. I'm, but I'm so <laughs> glad that the, the person that is in the forefront and in the firing, at the firing squad, Someone of another color, other than black. Oh, Harvey? Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. You know, because they grow, either you like them or you don't, good, bad, indifferent, doesn't matter. You either agree or you don't agree, but they grow. Uh, Talking about good old Cosby? Yeah. They rolled Bill till he couldn't be rolled anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was as if, though, 
that Hollywood or that this has never happened to or, or it didn't affect them per se. It was black men, you know, with, 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 with these white women or, you know, other colored women, but it, it was just black men. And of course, it was like he was demonized. And again, I'm not, I'm not condoning anything, but it, it feels good at times that one of their own was in the forefront in the, in the fire squad. I think there's been other people that have been in the fire squad. And I also think Cosby deserves his own fire squad. Yeah, he did. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. They all deserve fire Absolutely. squad. But this had not really been, you know what I'm saying, in regards to anything dealing with Hollywood, anything dealing with the movie, kind of been shoved, because this has been going on for quite some time. So this is, and the funny part is that his company knew about it. But this has been shoved under the rug. He has paid people out. He has done X, Y, Z. Nobody said anything. Even during the process of when Cosby was going through what he was going through, somebody else could have came out and said, hey, I'm a victim of, you know, this Weinstein guy or whatever the hell it's been. But nobody said anything. It was like, we're going to let this play out, and we're going to hope that this miss up. The shit is hitting the fan, and unfortunately, the shit is not getting our building. Now the shit is hitting your building. Yeah, I mean, eventually, of course, I think that anything that's in the dark will come to light eventually. I think that the women that came forward against Harvey uh, built up enough courage to do so, and they knew they weren't the only one, right? And I think what's been really interesting to me about that one is that how many people are coming out saying, I'm apologizing for not speaking up. I like that one. Well, it's, it's refreshing, but it's also... Part of the problem. It's yeah. also part of it that like really because that's like the same silence that Black folks experience growing up in in our community. All of like we keep secrets. We don't talk about it. You know, the uncle that you know sexually assaulted. You know, whoever still comes to family functions. We don't talk about it. It's just it's normal. And that happens in Black communities, in the community. All communities, and, and that's the silence that is deadly. Like the silence that they're coming out. I think yeah. Tarantino came out and said, like he's apologizing for not speaking up, and all these other people are apologizing for not speaking up. But they are just as much part of the problem as Harvey was because they all knew and they all conducted. And and I hear what you're saying, but so even in the black community. Unfortunately, when people are victimized, they tend to, the prey, the predators tend to mess with people of young nature. You have a great influence and you can terrorize them to the sense that, yeah, I'm going to do X. Just to make it right, no. So, of course, you know, we as children, you know, we are fearful of a lot of people we don't think. With Tarantino and people like that, for them, it was. Especially knowing that their company, that this man's company came for, it was. I mean, do I say anything? Do I? What, I mean, do I hurt my chances of my possible career? Does it make it right? Absolutely not. But in the sense, it now gives them a platform. Would anybody have listened back then to a Tarantino when he was famous and would have given him a platform? Again, it doesn't make it right. But now you have. Now you can do something about it. Unfortunately, you know, at at, at somebody else's expense. I guess this is what I was getting at about how powerful. Of the yeah. of the because it actually really does take the 
kind of what level if you had family members to talk out about it to say like you know cause most of the things do happen in the right so um i think that's like
everybody has been turned around, uh, cackled at, whistled at, looked at when you walk by um, on the street. You see street harassment every day. And, and if you're a bartender, don't, it's, 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 it's Can I give a shout out, actually, to this thing, right? Yeah, shout uh, out. Shout out to this amazing drawing in the background. Um, it's Tatiana, an artist named Tatiana in New York City. And she drew our girls um, and asked them a question about, like, when they experienced street harassment, yeah. what is the statement they would take to harass them? So this project she's been doing, is um, but I think it's ironic that we're like in back, you know, in front of it as we're like <laughs> talking about street harassment. And so, you know, it says I shouldn't, I shouldn't feel unsafe when I go outside. Um, what if order? It's called her project called the um, um, stop telling women to smile. Um, yeah, stop, stop telling women to smile project, and it is her name is Tatiana, um, amazing artist that does public art as a way to come back to the um, So I just wanted to give a shout out because I was like, we're just, like in front of it and like, what is this amazing drawing right, right, right. as an artist um, that in celebrating our fifth year of doing um, this project about street harassment. But I also want to say what's great about the um, the Lee Cuban thing, um, and I don't want to know there's a erasure of what black women's leadership. Um, a black woman started that project mm -hmm. 10 years ago. Ten years ago, right? So, like, we have to think, and it's so amazing about these things. Like, a lot of things are founded in Sweden, the geniuses of Black women, right? Yeah. And, our, and then we, our history, our stories get erased about our leadership. So, when I like hold that statement, like, um, that she's been doing this work for so many years, uh, um, and now she's getting spotlight, and not to like erase like who she's yeah. um, and continuing and leading her work in terms of
we're not pocketing the money. Right. It's like, uh, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Believe me, there's plenty of things I can do with it, with your money. Uh, but I don't want it. Yeah. We don't want it. I mean, there is. It's like lots of things. My right. wife has a supportive birthday party. It's, it's I'm just saying, it's that's, that's not what you say as you're getting ready to present. I'm just telling the people we legit with it. That's what I'm trying to get to the point of is we legit with it. Uh, and we always <laughs> to the organization. Our goal for like the last four years has always been well, first two years was like five hundred dollars. Um, the third year our goal was a thousand, and this year our goal was a thousand dollars as well. Um, and we actually raised eleven hundred dollars, y'all. Yay! It's for real. It's like right here. <laughs>
I can't believe we've been doing this for five years. Um, and it's, it, I think the fifth year is going to be pretty freaking special. So if you have um, suggestions on nonprofits that you think should be our benefactor, uh, inbox us, let me know. Let any of us know. And uh, we're going to be deciding that over the next few months. We're actually looking to have like a nonprofit partner uh, for the year. And we talked about doing that. We were going to do that. So then we would hear, we would help, uh, and just sort of be a partner um, leading up to the Purple Tie, which is, which will, I think it'll be a good cadence and it'll be a really good idea that help support support each other. So, and it makes the giving up even more effectively, much more meaningful when we have been a part and part of the group system through the course of the year because it is just so, like, you know, hey, I, I'm familiar, I know. Um, I can speak highly even more so and, you know, tell you about the different programs that are available or that they offer that you could possibly participate and volunteer for. That's it. So we're excited about that. Yay! Purple Tide! We had our debrief yesterday. Purple Tide for manual is a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. Yeah, it's officially over. It's officially a wrap. I officially get a couple week break. Uh, it's really awesome. <laughs> all right, so family, this is it. We are signing off. This is what I need y'all to do, though. All right, I need y'all to share the video. I need y'all to come back next week. You know, same time, same place, same station here on E3 Radio. Your number one stop. Oh, my sister's calling. That's awesome. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'll call you back. Uh, same time, same place, E3 Radio. Your number one stop for queer radio done right. Hey, DJ. What's going on,